0: Let's look at the Environmental Protection Agency because they brought out a report today and let's summarise it, well they've summarised it for us in a press release. Air quality in Ireland is generally good, however there are concerning localised issues. Ireland met all of its EU legal requirements in 2022 but it did not meet the more stringent health-based World Health Organisation air quality guidelines. Number three, it is estimated that there are approximately 1,300 premature deaths annually in Ireland, due to poor air quality from the fine particulate matter, PM 2.5. Finally, the choices we make in how we heat our homes and how we travel directly impact the quality of the air we breathe.
1: Yes, indeed, and what we burn in our fires also does too, like burning coal. But, I mean, it's a good story in the sense that I began to sound like the man in in Huston Street for more years than I care to remember. But when I came up to Dublin first, we had ferociously bad air quality in Dublin City. So if you went around in the bus by Trinity College or by um, the Bank of Ireland there, limestone buildings, they were stone black hmm. from the soot and this carbon. The soot descended on them and the acid rain went into the actual buildings themselves. They cleaned those up. You went around by Marion Square and you couldn't believe these I couldn't, coming from the country, that all these houses had enormous amounts of chimney pots in them. And every one of those was a fireplace and every one of those rooms were heated up by burning coal. So the amount of coal of carbon particles because that's what smoke is smoke is unburned carbon particles you burn the fire the flames go up the flames then cool as they get up higher and that smoke and that smoke are all the unburned carbon particles that go out into the air to be breathed in and then of course the, the petrol in cars had all kinds of additives in them as well there wasn't a lichen in Dublin because in the forests I was working at the time we did a lichen survey in the 1980s
0: Now just explain for the benefit of the listeners again about but
1: the forest. Forest Furbaha <laughs> was the research body for the Department of the Environment. It wasn't the Department of the Environment then. That hadn't been invented. It was the Department of Local Government. And Forest Furbaha did the research in different areas for that. And I was in the planning department, which was doing, you know, research on, on matters that helped, supposed <laughs> to help people who were given planning permission. So were there rare plants there? Were there birds? Were there animals? What was there? And what kind of habitats were there? All before we had the EPA, all before we had scientific importance essays. Mm. You know, we had barely joined Europe at that stage. I mean, we joined Europe in 73, I started working in 74. But what, what happened was that the, the air quality got worse and worse and worse. Dublin City Council had monitors in and they would physically suck in the air like a big hoover, test it, see what was all the power, what was in it and then, you know, know how bad it was and there were European levels that you couldn't exceed. But the county, the, the local authority, the, the City Council used to publish all these at the end of the winter in April. So you knew in April what what had killed you last December, which wasn't much good. And Gay Burden, on his morning programme at that time, took this upon himself as a crusade because he said there's no point in telling us what the air quality is long since we want to know it as we go along and he had Luke Clancy in on the programme from he was one of the specialists in lungs and breathing and he was saying you know there's people dying that never died before which he really meant was that the numbers of people dying from emphysema and all of these lung diseases were much greater than the normal average I mean they were above what you would expect Excess deaths. Excess deaths exactly indeed so Forrest got in on the act and I was going round with with secondary school children they weren't even Transition here hadn't happened 50 year, fifth years. Looking at the yeah, lichens on trees, lichens get all their nourishment from the air, their clean air things. If there's horrible things in the air, the lichens won't survive. They won't survive sulphur dioxide. They won't survive all the smoke. And I f- found large areas in the centre of Dublin city with no lichens at all in them. Absolutely none in Ballantia, interestingly. None in Rathmines, none all the way up as far as Fairview, centre of the city. No lichens on the trees, none. And two things happened after that. First of all, Forest Farber had closed down and second... Oh <laughs> why? And s- well, it wasn't to do with my air quality survey, actually, no. It was because Charlie Hawley, who was the Taoiseach at the time, decided we were all living beyond our means we should tighten our belts and there was cutbacks and Forest Ferberha, they got rid of that, that was abolished. Dublin Roads Authority were abolished, DMC, there was a whole load of things abolished at the time, so we were abolished. And the other thing that happened was that Mary Hardy, who is now taking over these environmental matters from P. Flynn and people were being asked to change to burn smokeless fuel, and smokeless fuel burned out higher temperature, there were no flames, there was no smoke coming off it. But you can't sell coal in Dublin City. That was what she brought in the law. The only way you could get a bag of coal was to go on the bus out to Bray, where you could buy it or bring it home on the bus. There weren't too many takers coming home with bags of coal on the bus. And with was one mighty bound. Our hero was free. And the other thing that happened was we changed from the dirty old gas that was made in the gasometer down beside Ring's End, you know that big gasometer mm. that they built flats in subsequently, that was made from, from coal to natural gas because we found the gas field off Kinsale and then subsequently off the Corrib. And that was methane, straight methane and no coal particles, nothing. So the air quality was We were all converted. We all got converted to the natural gas. People didn't even bother burning the smokeless fuel half the times. And from the 1990 onwards, that Clean Air Act spread. So all of those terrible things that were wrong with the air quality, the the smoke, the sulphur dioxide, general particles and things that were in the air were all gone they cleaned up Trinity they cleaned up the Bank of Ireland and it never got dirty again so the air and the the lichens came back they're all back now indeed so now we're looking at smaller things that are wrong and these these particles we're speaking about are in, in, in the fuel of cars and they burrow into your lungs and they don't do you any good at all and certainly we shouldn't um be tolerating them in our, in our air either, but that's what this thing is saying. But the air quality compared to what it was like in the 1980s is a hell of a lot better. Is a hell of a lot better. But so still, it is.
0: 1300 premature deaths is not good. Anyway, you can find out more by visiting our website rte.ie/forward/slash.